Hey, this is Tom DeLong, and you are listening to Blink-180 Dudes and Blink-180 Dudes Nudes. Blink-180 Dudes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Blink-180 Dudes podcast. Todd Riley virtually joined alongside Lloyd Holiday. Lloyd, how you doing tonight? I'm good, Todd. How's it going? I'm doing great. And what a, what a last couple of days it's been. Um, Euphoria, it, it's out. That's what we're here for. Uh, I think we got the best song ever written with a reference to Paul Revere in it. So I think the song already has that going for it. Um, let's just start. So, so technically the song made its official release, uh, you know, through their, the Empire Club got smoked a little bit. Um, they, you know, they're paying the money to get the song first. And then our boy Jules, he just, I'm, I'm at my desk working and I see, I, I guess he, he responded to one of our tweets and I, didn't, I don't know if I saw it right away. I just opened the app. Cause I'm, I'm a big, like no notifications guy, but like I'm constantly checking the shit 24 seven like, matters anyway, <laughs> but it, it kind of like makes for a little surprise when, you know, when you open the app and you see the notification at the bottom. So I go and check, I just like lose him and I'm like, shit, like I got no jewels. I got no leak. I got, I got to see what I can do. And at that point on Reddit, the only person of mentioning the, the leak was, was jewels. Like it's his Reddit account with the same screenshot. And Jules had actually sent me a link to the like the Apple Music Store, but it's in Australia. Yeah. So I go to click that, and it's like it shows me the song, and it gives you the preview, but it won't let you download it or anything. And then I tried to take that link and like see if there was a way you could convert an Apple Music link to MP3 or something. Nothing. Finally, I guess I don't know where the person lived, but someone took a screenshot of the the music video. So I guess like on the computer, right. time whatever, you were able to do that or different app whatever so it's out and i i get it i immediately sent it over to you there was a, there was like a ton of people because so many i i was like keeping up with this shit all day through our twitter and instagram so people were reaching out to me i felt like adam scheffner like you know like the day like the day before the draft <laughs> breaking news we got we got, we got yeah, all making an appearance tonight <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just, I just was like, I was like so hopped up on the rush. Like I almost didn't even care about getting the song. I just, I mean, I cared about getting the song cause that was the end goal, but I didn't care so much about hearing it. It was like, let me get At that point. You... I was addicted. Yeah, it was because, just, it was a mission. Cause when the, the, the song finally leaked, like I, I, I was on, I was in the gym. So I just like, I opened Not it and good. listened to it and I definitely didn't get a good first few listens because I was in the gym. Um, and I just like had it on like a speaker and I was like, all right, like, so initial thoughts, let's just jump in. My, like I said, my initial thought when I first heard that intro synth, I was like, holy shit, like this sounds nothing like what I would, cause there was that 30 second clip we had of, I sent it to you mm-hmm. of like that it was the, what ended up being the final chorus. Um, so I'm expecting like a guitar, like some kind of guitar, kind of like what we got with like the way the guitar drops in, but that synth just sounds nothing like any rest of the song so i was like how the hell is it going to go from this synth to what i heard on that demo um so it's crazy so i I'm, i've listened through it a bunch of times now i've given it a listen on every every possible device you know the car the car radio <laughs> moments before we started i did um I, I i recently just got these these bose headphones the noise my first ever pair of like noise canceling headphones i was like let's let's throw them on there nice. what i noticed in the background of this uh the final chorus second time around there's definitely some some loping looping, looping vocals which you know yeah. that, that gives me wood so i'm I was really excited <laughs> that gets about going. that um that final chorus that, that that's gonna be my biggest takeaway i think from the whole song um is that final chorus is awesome 
I've got that. My, that's, that's my last note I've got written down. So um, I, I don't, I'm trying to think what the best way to go about this. I'm going to look through my notes and see if there's any way I want to start with this. But I think, I think I'm just going to hand it off to you first and just say, like, say your initial thoughts. What do you got? All right. So my initial thoughts, um, I'm, I'm kind of going first. I'm going to go first, listen first, my initial okay. thoughts. Um, classic, in a sense, Angels and Airwaves, like opening first 30 seconds or so in, in terms of just like the long lead in before any lyrics. Um, I really like the guitar riffs in the beginning. Tom comes in pretty hot with them, or maybe not Tom. There's some uh, some speculation. I've been I've been scouring the Reddit myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do have written down. This is my notes from the the very first listen. Did I just hear Paul Revere mentioned? So wait, so <laughs> I, I, I like that we're both uh, brought that up already. I want to I want to reference that too because that was one of the things I wanted to talk about in the beginning. Which this was like during like trying to find the leak. So someone someone re- released like on Twitter like that thirty second um not Twitter someone on Reddit that like thirty second um that little clip from the music video and the final line that gets cut off right before the preview ends is like I'm fucking Paul Revere or whatever. So everyone, like the comment section is just like a thousand comments of like, where did you get this? Like, send me the link. Like, let's go. Let's go. Where, where, where can I get it? All this. And there's just one guy who just writes, did Tom just say I'm Paul Revere? And I was, I was cracking <laughs> up because I was like, fuck, like, I thought I heard that too. But yeah, that, that, yeah, that, uh, that immediately was like a red flag to me. And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> because yeah, that, that's- like I said, my initial expectation of this song is that awesome chorus I hear at the end and then the first clip I get of the actual song is a Paul Revere reference and I was like uh oh like where's this going so the, I, I uh, cut you off there but you had that in your, I just wanted to tie that in well that's funny because when I listen, I listened to that clip that uh was up on the Instagram like probably probably 30 times before everything was out and I could not figure out what he was saying like I just kept hearing like like fucking and then something and I could never make it out and then when I was listening to the full song that's when it clicked. I was like, yeah, he actually Paul Revere. Revere. <laughs> so he was. Um, but oh, I guess I think it's like a classic catchy, catchy chorus. I like the chorus a lot. Um, F, we've said it before on here. Some good F-bombs in here. We love a good F-bomb. That, that, is, that is another note I have. My, this might be like a peak Angels and Airwaves chorus for me. And strictly because, like you said, like, there's just something about letting out a good f bomb, and like the way he says it, like let the motherfucker, like it's just like, it's yeah, fuck yeah, Tom, you got it, like passionate, yeah. That is like that is like a real skill, and I think like, I think even in the music video, that's the that's the point of him like chucking up the two middle fingers, and it's like mm-hmm. it's like something that's like badass because like it's like the most like like easy way to be a badass is to say the f word and drop like throw up two middle fingers, and like <laughs> Tom's like that's like badass one one, and Tom just. Fuck, no pun intended, fucking kills it. Like, Put on a clinic. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, really the, the main takeaway for me is the, I think the best part of the song, and it sounds like we're on the same page here, is that last chorus where it kind of picks up a little bit and then I noticed the same thing. Didn't, didn't notice it until I listened in the headphones, but caught the looping um, in there as well and immediately knew that'd be right up your alley. Or as you say, it would give you wood. Yeah, trust me, I was fully torqued listening to that with with the headphones on, catching that, and and that like the one thing that like sucked about the leak coming out was that it wasn't leaked from like the MP3, it was leaked from the video, 
So like when you get right. that, that build up, that final chorus, there's like the, the bike riding in the background. And honestly, I didn't watch the music video till like 10 minutes ago. Cause like when I got it, like I said, I just, I put my phone down and let it just basically play. So I, I was, I was watching it 10 minutes ago and holy, holy shit. That is a, I did you, I'm guessing you watched it, right? Yeah. So I watched it earlier today. Little, I've only watched wild. it once. There's a little, little um, murder. It, it appears poet Anderson is dead. I don't know if you call it that. Did you catch that little thing? That like she. I don't think. So. Oh, I couldn't tell what it was. Yeah, and, and I'm too lazy to pause. Someone posted it on on. It was either it had to have been Reddit or Twitter. I wouldn't have seen it on Instagram, but someone posted like, "Wait a minute!" Like, poet Anderson's fucking dead, and like the the idea or wallet she steals that like it says like P Anderson like like dude's oh, really? dead. Or I don't know. Maybe maybe that guy hurt poet Anderson and she was out to kill him because that could be it but yeah there's so this is the there's been three music i guess four if you count all that's left is love music videos uh during this album cycle and two of them are very bloody rebel girl rebel girl actually was contained a lot more blood than this one but it, it's it seems to be a theme with uh i don't know if tom directed rebel girl i know he directed this one but uh he did direct this one he did direct this one yeah 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 i mean it's it was aggressive. I wasn't sure where it was going. I, when I first started watching it, I thought it was going to be like, she like looks out the window, the, I don't know, the, the guy, I don't know what the relationship is exactly, but he, <laughs> he comes home. And I thought it was going to be more like, I don't know why my head went here, but like a domestic abuse thing. And she was going to run and get, get out of there. And maybe it still was, I guess, but. Well, I think that was supposed to be the point. That's what I'm, I'm getting at, like guessing. Cause like, like in my notes, I have like uh the song had some face down vibes, you know, you know, the song like, yeah, yeah, like, for sure. Uh, I, I forgot the, name um, of the band, like the jumpsuit, something like that. Like red jumpsuit very, apparatus, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very like those kind of vibes. Like, um, cause like he says, like, um, I think the, like, the line is like, let the wolves come and tear the bad man or take the bad man down or take the bad man down. Or something like, yeah. That, that, so there's that going on. Um, and then like, she kind of like, it kind of seems like she has like a plan in that video to like, okay, like I'm going to pretend like we're all good here. I'm going to, I'm going to lure him into this bedroom and then I'm going to take my knife out and stab him. And then, then she runs away. So like you kind of, I think you were kind of spot on with like that assumption. It just a little differently. It's like she, maybe she didn't have she to kill him first. out, you know, <laughs> or maybe she just wants so, her revenge. I don't know. But yeah. I only watched it the one time, but did she, she then takes his truck or her truck. I'm assuming his truck. Yeah, and she, she dropped it off inside of her room. Like, for like three seconds of the video time, maybe even less, and then gets scooped up on the bike, which is what we hear. Oh, oh that's, that's what it was, yeah. She gets yeah. on the bike. But yeah, wild, Interesting wild video. stuff. We, 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 uh, we talked about it last podcast, too, but same, same girl from the Kiss and Tell video. Mm-hmm. Which, which in like... Good call there. What I, was, I was thinking about it. Like, now it kind of makes total sense, too, that she's in it again, because like, as even though Kiss and Tell was what almost two years ago, like it's still the same album cycle. So like, if there's some kind of story being told through these videos or what what have you, like, yeah, it makes sense. You know, the, the reoccurring character to be there. Um, but yeah, yeah. Ba- back to the song. Um, like I said, I I, I love the chorus. The one thing I was kind of hoping for was that the second time the chorus kicked in it would be a lot more like the final one. Like a mm-hmm. lot more of it, like, ju- like 
like just exploding a little bit. Like I felt like it definitely could have built it up there, dropped back down for that bridge and then built back up again. Whereas the song kind of like, like it took like three, three and a half minutes for it to like really build up. And that, so that was kind of disappointing. Yeah, I agree with you there. And I saw some similar, uh, similar comments on Reddit that just, they wish the, the course was a little, the earlier course was a little more explosive. I think probably the same thought process that everyone, I'm assuming everyone really loved the end of it. Yeah, I think I don't. I don't think there was a person out there, whether what they thought of the song or not, that didn't think that chorus was like fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, um, the, one other note I wanted to just get out real quick. I'm I'm the worst at like first, whether it be like first few listens or whatever, at like picking out words. Always like putting it together. I'll miss stuff and kind of like the Paul Revere thing. Um, so then I look up the lyrics and kind of like whatever third listen in kind of follow along that sort of thing yeah i I do that too i would have never known the word euphoria was even in this song until i was then reading through it's at the end of the second verse i think yeah well that that's something i wanted to touch on too i thought i thought the verses were like very forgettable like i thought um what's it called like even even now like it it took me like three it's been out for three days i still really can't like and it's a simple, they're simple verses and I couldn't, I couldn't repeat one back to you. Whereas I can repeat yeah, I know. the chorus and I know it's shorter, but like, I couldn't, I couldn't do verse one. I couldn't do verse two. Like, I, I think the first verse starts with like, you're something with a, it's like spinning wheel, like you're holding onto a broken wheel, something like that. And I, I yeah, couldn't tell you how the spinning second wheel sounds. Yeah. So like, they're very, it's just like, they're very forgetful verses and like, and I don't know if it's because it's like the melody isn't catchy because which is weird because Tom, like that's something that Tom's very good at. It's like, even if a song like isn't his best, like it's usually like, it's easy to get stuck in your head. Whereas this, I don't even want to say it's like, I, I don't know. It just, it, the verses are like as, as great as I, the chorus is for me, like the verses actually might be like a zero, like, like zero stars. Like if I were to like build this like rating, like, verse like out of five yeah. zero like chorus like first time around like three and a half four second verse zero the bridge actually kind of like like that little like um ambient sounding like keyboard synth whatever they got going where it's just like mm-hmm. one note at a time being drug out and then um which obviously it leads into that exploding chorus but um yeah there that just again that final chorus would be a five out of five but the verses for me just I don't, they didn't do it for me at all. And I, I think that was kind of like a common theme what you saw with like everyone's mm-hmm. opinions and stuff. And we actually, um, we had some uh, people sending some voice memos. We think we couldn't get to everyone, but there's a few that I wanted to, to put on and that we can discuss. And there's one right here that, that kind of talks about that as well. Um, so here we go. I'll, I'll fire that up for you guys now. Hey dudes, it's Zulu. So Euphoria, let's start with the good stuff. The chorus is great. Tom is very good at a catchy chorus. I think the verses are awful. Um, It doesn't sound like Boxcar Racer, and I don't think the hype on that has helped. I think the last minute of the song is great. I think it's a solid 5 out of 10. But the one issue I have with this song is there is so many vocal effects and just general effects that I struggle to understand the lyrics. I never used to have that problem on Dumpweed. So I think it's a decent album track, but nothing much more. So, so a little, a little couple things in there that we touched on 
one like you said there was and and it's it's kind of with any song though the first time you hear it, it is kind of tough to like gauge what exactly they're saying but then once you know it's a lot mm-hmm. clearer like even the the first listen through the first couple listens through i didn't know they were saying like let the wolves come and take the bad man like i did I, that part was so unclear to me like the rest of it was so clear and i was like what the fuck is that middle thing <laughs> and then a of course, you know, someone already deciphered the lyrics after like one listen through and it's been posted for two hours. So you go back and check that. But yeah, um, but yeah, that that's something like you said, a, a lot of vocal effects. Um, I didn't think they were I didn't think they were too bad. I thought, you know, and one note I actually saw that they probably had to do this, too. Like someone said, like the first time I heard this song through the, the first thing I thought of was like Tom is going to struggle to sing this live because of how high pitched it is. Which, which is maybe why there might have been a little bit more effects on it than, than there normally would be. Yeah. Um, another thing he referenced, like I said, the, the verses just weren't very good. For me, like, I think, I think what this, I think the chorus of this song is great. And I can even live, like, I've even, like, like I, like I said, the first few times I heard it, I was like, fuck, that, that last chorus should be the second chorus to it. But, like, I've even gotten on board with, like, how it is. Like, just because, like, mm-hmm it's almost worth that last like full minute, like of like the, the bridge into that chorus. Like that is like, like today I was out for a run and like, as I, as that part hit, I like definitely, I definitely sprinted a little bit, but I, I was sped up a little bit. I, I was a little quicker <laughs> going that when that chorus hit. So, but there's, yeah, like I'm, I've gotten okay with that, but the verses for me, they're just like, if they were a little bit better, this had a real chance to be like the number one single that they put out so far, at least for me. Um, and the one thing he put out that I actually had in my notes as well, and I totally forgot about this, was that every single person, and I don't know how you feel about this, we haven't talked about it yet, was like, oh, this is, this is like, oh, we're back to boxcar days. Like, I didn't, I didn't get boxcar at all from this. <laughs> no, and I, I was going to bring that up because I, I saw a ton of people saying that and just figured I was missing something. Like, no, and, and, I'm, I'm, and we've talked about this before. Like, sometimes, and we've, it, this has been more with Blink. Um, where they've done stuff like this, like Mark, when he first, like before they started recording for nine, like he was like, I'm in the studio right now. And like, this stuff sounds like a lot like take off your pants and jacket era. But then they scrapped that whole, like their initial start to nine anyway. So we never got that. But then also on California deluxe, when wildfire came out in the description and like when they tweeted out there and put it on Instagram and everything, I think they, they put the caption like this song sounds like uh, if Enema of the state in California were to have a baby. And it was like, no, this just sounds like California. Like they're almost I like trying it's... to get out ahead of like what they want people to say about it. And I feel like because so many more people want boxcar racer to be a thing again, that like, it's so easy to manipulate that just because it has like a, a punchy guitar. Yeah, that's true. Like for me, I, I, got, like... I got the Dreamwalker vibes right away. I did see the people saying that. Like, sorry, I, I just jumped over you like twice. And this last <laughs> thing I'll say, and I'll let you go in. But for me, this song reminded me of Paralyzed. I actually saw people. Maybe it was you. Who knows? But I did see people saying that on on Reddit. Um, no, I was just gonna say. I feel like people are just always trying to compare to some like old project or band, like one of the whether it's Blink or Blink album or Boxcar in this case. And like sometimes it just doesn't there just isn't a comparison it doesn't have to be compared yeah exactly like i I feel like if if tom wanted to i don't think he would do this because i don't think he wants to draw attention to blink um i I guarantee if he were to say like wow this song is gonna because he could easily do that if he wanted to say he was going back to his punk rock roots like he's gonna choose boxcar racer because that's his but i feel Mm -hmm. like he would he could easily be like oh this is like 
this takes me back to my blink days and people were like the first like if there was like any sort of like power cord being like broken down like doo doo like everyone be like he's back like <laughs> this yeah, is a blink song exactly. like so i i didn't pay too much attention to that i know a lot of people were like all in on that hype but for me i i just didn't i didn't uh i didn't see it um there was there was another um one and i wanted you to respond to this first lloyd cuz you get a direct shout out to begin with hey guys thanks for everything you've been doing hope all is well your podcast has honestly helped me get through the build up waiting for the single also shout out to lloyd for call to arms favorite aba song of all time hoping the other demo that we got vocals for will be similar to that something like teenagers and rituals with a giant build up leading into the album as for euphoria i liked it a lot I was expecting something a bit heavier, but this one definitely still hits home. While Thomas had a lot going on in his life contributing to the message, I think it's also telling of where we're at as a society. Considering the last single we got was All That's Left Is Love at the beginning of the pandemic, now we're reaching the end. I could definitely connect the lyrics of this feeling of being trapped for the past year with all this negative energy built up. Suddenly the end is in sight and we're all ready to break out and let loose again. Musically, it feels like we're continuing right where we left off from Dogs Eating Dogs, as well as the Dreamwalker, which makes sense since Tom said it's, it's what he envisioned for the future of Blink. The song itself sounds like a mix of all systems going paralyzed to me. I know that's a lot to unpack, but that's all the thoughts I've had over the last week. I might just have my, my place in the podcast taken. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, Called Arms, great song. Glad, glad we're on the same page there. But that's a good, he brings up a good point like this, and I don't know if it's intended, but the whole end of quarantine kind of breaking out now um and it could be i mean there could be a reason why this song was released now as opposed to i mean i'm sure they have a they have a lot more written um and then the other the other note on the, the meaning of the song and i did see some of this on reddit like with with tom's divorce there were some comparisons there um I think the lyrics, personally, I think it's a little bit of a stretch because we've already kind of talked about what, what the lyrics could be with the whole domestic, like, yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. Um, but there could be something in there. Yeah, no, I, I thought, personally. yeah, I thought, um, no, this was just, I, just, I didn't write down, just something I was thinking about when I just heard that. Um, like, I remember, like, listening to, like I said, that, that ending part, like, let the motherfucker know it's time to run out. It was, like, almost like, fuck, like, I wish I was going through some like dark shit right now so I could like listen to this song and build myself up and get the fuck out. Like shit, like this is fucking awesome. Like I, I, I don't know, like that part just fucking resonates me. And like, like you said, I, I don't necessarily think the, um, the song is directly like, uh, in reference to the, um, like the quarantine situation. However, it could be, like you said, along those lines of like, just like getting out like a positive message, like, the worst is over like you can get through this like like it's your time like let's just fucking go so i i, yeah. do, I did like that a lot and I, the all systems go reference um you know i, I screened these the before before putting them on i didn't hear that the first time but that, that's actually a pretty like if you're gonna go with a boxcar racer song like i said that punchy guitar i, I could I'm, I'm playing it back in my head and that would probably be the one where it makes sense a little bit so maybe maybe the boxcar people aren't like totally delusional, and I actually had this in my notes, and I wanted to to run it by you. Just you know, we we talked about this um, last week, like how people are so quick to like just be like anything Tom does, like yep, we're all, like we're all, like all in, and 
you and I are to an extent, like, and, and here's the comparison I made, like, you and I are in the, like, we're in the cult, but, like, we're not going to drink the Kool-Aid. Like, we're, <laughs> we're yeah, just there exactly. to, like, we're just there to hang out, you know, we're, you know, you guys start drinking uh, your punch or whatever, you know, uh, you're going to have to find someone else for that, but that, that, that's just <laughs> the way I feel, you know, like, um, there, there's so many people that, that are so, qu- like, and I know when a new song comes out, there's so much excitement, but, like, when this came out, there were so many people, like, best song ever, like, this is amazing like and i'm like it's good like yeah that's kind of that's kind of how i felt too um and i've been guilty of of doing that for sure not necessarily not this song maybe but where it's like oh this is the best song ever then you play it 50 times and then you're like like, basically sick of it (laughs) well that that happened to me as well like i i probably listened to it like 50 times on tuesday that like i didn't listen to it i listened to it probably once wednesday and then i didn't listen again until like the whole song like was out like like publicly like 3 mm-hmm. p.m eastern time like until they put it out like i just didn't have any desire to and then i was out driving that night and i listened to it a, like a few more times and like yeah fuck, this is like this like like i said that chorus is just like like i could i could sit there for three minutes kind of being like disappointed being like ah like I, I don't know maybe maybe this is swing and miss but then it gets that that part and it sucks me back in again i'm like fuck this is this is really fucking good so yeah that uh, i'm sure we're gonna get to it but like as far as um like where it ranks with the songs that are out right now well that that that's, and, that's, that's i was gonna say that's that's exactly where i was taking this next it was like you, you crawled inside my head and we have one more voice memo um that was sent to us that I that I wanted to play. Sorry, we couldn't get to everyone, but um, uh, we have one more that I wanted to put in that kind of you know she gives her rankings, um, of where she would put this song. To be honest, I prefer Kisantel better than Euphoria, but I can see Tom's talent as a musician, composer, and songwriter in this song particularly. That's what I love about this song. So again, you know. We got we got a ranking system. Well, you know, we got kiss and tell above this. And I actually put out a tweet prior to us starting this. Like, where would you put, like, where would you rank these songs? And as they come out, or now that they're out, where would you rank these three songs? I I didn't include, um, paper thin in there just because I feel like that. I don't mm-hmm. think that's gonna be on the album. And I didn't include all that's left is love is because like, I feel like that's an easy like, four spot for everyone. So and, and also I don't think that's gonna be on the album either. Um, but you know, I, she said she said kiss and tell, and um, I actually she actually sent us her list through Twitter too. She has kiss and tell, rebel girl, and euphoria, um, and and like she said, she you know Tom's talent as a, a composer, like a composer, like like the way that song is like put together, like I mean it definitely it definitely saves the best for last. Like like I said, I I personally just I didn't like the verses at all. Like they just didn't do it for me. But the you know you got talent, you'll find a way to save a song and like. And honestly, if that song has a bad chorus, that has potential to be like a song that like, like um, there's a song "Kiss with a Spell" off the Dreamwalker. Like that that song for me is just that's just a little bit too wild, a little too too electronic for me. I just I rarely go back and even if it comes up on shuffle, like nine times out of ten I'll skip it. Every now and then I'll throw it on, just be like, oh, am, I, am I missing something? And I'm not. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I said, that that ending is just great, and I feel like that's gonna be like the theme of this. Um, I'm going through the list now. People sent over. We have Kiss and Tell, Euphoria, Rebel Girl, Kiss and Tell, Euphoria, Rebel Girl. We actually did get one out of all the lists we got. We got one Euphoria at the top, Kiss and Tell, and Rebel Girl. Uh, 
and then I'm looking, I'll throw one more out there, Kiss and Tell, Rebel Girl, Euphoria. So it kind of seems like Kiss and Tell is the majority favor, at least, you know, our listeners. Um, I, I don't want to go through and keep reading more and just, you know, say a random assortment of songs. Um, but where, where would you rank these if you had to right now? And I know it's early, but where, like, where yeah, it's early. Um, well, I'd say before we rank them, they're like, if I were like to put them on a, on a one to 10, give them actual ratings, they'd be very like, they'd be all very close to each other. I don't think there's one yeah. that's like so far above the rest for me. Um, and I think if I do this again in a month, I might have it different. We, all, we always say like, that. Yep. <laughs> And it could just be recency stuff, but right now I think I'd go Euphoria at the top. Really? I think so. Wow. Um, and it's it's kind of I think I'm being fooled a little bit. Sort of what you keep saying is how the recency the, uh, bias that and they put the chorus at the end. Yeah, just pulls you back in. Um. So I think if maybe if that was the plan, just to you know save the best for last in in this actual song. It worked on this sucker. So I'm putting like one A and then one B, one C. I, you could really flip the other two for me. I yeah, I'd just be throwing a dart at a board right now. <laughs> um, see, for me, I'm I'm the opposite. So I actually, so when I I actually remember when we did our Rebel Girl review, it was. Or when we did our Blame It On Our Youth review, it was right after Rebel Girl came out as well. So we obviously compared it. I think this was the episode with Matt Dask where I think mm-hmm. we did the casual Blame It On My Youth review. And I don't know if we had him review Kiss or Rebel Girl too. I assume we would have, but I, I don't know. But I just remember making this point, like saying like, I'm at a point where I think I like anything Blink puts out, I'm probably going to like it more than Angels and Airways. So I was like, I'll put Blame It On My Youth over Rebel Girl. So like, like you said, like our opinions are probably changed like two weeks from now. Fast forward two years from that, that probably that episode, I would put Rebel Girl at number one, Kiss and Tell at two, and Euphoria at three. And like you said, if you were to write like rate them, like all probably, all probably in the same like boat, like maybe like you know you got like a seven point eight, seven point five, like something like like all very close. Yeah, exactly. Um, but for me, it's like Rebel Girl is just such a fun song, like. Like you said, like you'll listen to a song a bunch of times and like eventually I'll just be like, oh, like I'm, I'm kind of sick of this. Like I'm over it now. But like with, with Rebel Girl, like I don't think I've ever hit a phase where it's like, oh, I've had enough of this. Like I have it on like so many different like playlists and stuff. Like I have it while I'm working. I have it while I'm running or like at the, like all these different things. Like, yeah, I'm in shape. I work out and I, you know, and I run. <laughs> so I need playlists for both. But like when I'm driving, like I could be like, you know, like on the highway and like that, that synth hit hits and it's like, dude. And I'm like, fuck, like, here we go. Wasn't, wasn't planning on getting funky. Like I was out with a couple of friends last weekend. We're, we're sitting around the room, listening to music, you know, having a few uh, adult sodas and that song came on and it's just like, it just puts you in a good mood. Like it's a little, it definitely cor- does. the lyrics are a little corny, like the Cinderella line, like, but there's something about it. It's just, it's never lost. It's, it's flair for me. Like, and, and it's so funny to think about two years ago, I was like, blame it on my youth. Definitely. Whereas like blame it on my, on my youth. Like my opinion of that is just like plummeted. Like it's gone. Like, like, yeah. like when it first came out, it was like, um, you know, you got the rest of the, the album to look forward to. And you just like, you're just like, Oh, well this, you know, this has to be the best song when in fact it wasn't. So like, 
Yeah, I, I don't know. And it's, it's so tough to, like, rank them now when we don't have the rest of the album. But for right now, yeah, I got Rebel Girl, Kiss and Tell, and Euphoria. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely getting affected by recent. Uh, I wouldn't say definitely, but that's a definite possibility that, that that's the case. And, you know, when the full album's out, my, my list looks a little different. But and I think, so we I are think, now. Yeah, and I think part of me, too, was probably a little disappointed given the fact that, like, like I said, I had heard that amazing, like, demo of that like the final chorus yeah. and like then like we didn't get it like we didn't get it till the end so it was kind of, i think that was part of it for me so i think expectations with, were a little high yeah so i think for like like and it sucks because there's like a five like the one of the voice memos we got like he referenced like one of the demos that probably sounds a little bit like called arms um there's a lot of there's like a five minute video out that i've watched a few times now of like all the demos like over the last like for this album cycle put together and it's like I don't know if I want to go back and watch that again because the next song that comes out, like, I just, I want to hear it for what it is. Like, and, and I remember even like probably like Monday, like, okay, like a new song is coming out this week. Like, like, and I feel like I never know what to, cause like, I'm always just so excited that I have it that I never like, like we said, sit down and actually like give it a good quality first listen. So I mm-hmm. like, I told myself like, I'm once I get it, you know, I'm, I'm going to give it a good listen. I just, of course I didn't do that. I, I didn't have an opinion until like two hours later because I just was playing on a loop for like nonstop and like there was no thought given to it at all. But right. um, my, my initial thought when I first heard it was like, like I said, a lot to unpack because think about how it starts and where it finishes with that. And then like, and then how the way it explodes at the end. Um, yeah, just a lot. So I don't know. I don't yeah. know if I could give this song a, I guess I'll say I'll I'll say a seven out of ten for right now. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, it's again, I, I think this was brought up. I feel like we talked about this recently, but I'm I'm still hoping that the best song on the album is yet to be heard. And I, like I said, I we keep going back to this, but how good the chorus is, I truly do believe that Tom's like putting in the work, and that yeah, like, for sure, there's gonna be some gems out there that we don't hear. I mean, like, I feel like that's the case with any album, not just Angels and Airways, not just with Blink. Like, sometimes the singles aren't always the best songs. Right. Like, think about it. If you think Enema of the State, like, we did our top three of that. Like, what did we, I think, I think Adam's song was a single, which was, you know, obviously great. But, like, Going Away to College and Dysentery Gary are two of my favorites. And, you know, those weren't singles. So, obviously, different time period, different album, different music style, really, at this point. Um but yeah, it's just you know you never know. You never know. Any any final thoughts? I think we're I think we're pretty all wrapped up here. Uh, Max, I just say it's good. It was good to hear new music for the first time in yeah I, a I, long I, time. I think that's something we um we really need to appreciate that it's been. I mean, with Blink, we got with honestly with both of them, we got kind of two. I don't want to call them throwaway songs because obviously there was time and effort and put into that, but we got all that's left is love, which. I would rank higher than quarantine, which what we got from Blink. And it's funny the other day, for sure. <laughs> I was just I was just laying in my my room, listening to music. My girlfriend's in in the room, and she's like, and I just I I was like half awake at this point, and quarantine comes on shuffle, and I don't change it. And like she's listening to it, and she just starts starts laughing. She's like, "This is really bad." <laughs> <laughs> and, she's and she's right. like, and she's it a is. Blink fan too, but she's just like, "This is this is yikes." Yeah. I I couldn't tell you, like, let's say it came out on whatever date. 
it wasn't i haven't listened to it too many times if ever really past then yeah and, and, and the only reason like i said it came on because i i didn't have my phone on me it was just playing out of the speaker and like, like i said i it's i have it in my like songs since it's a blink song but um yeah i don't i don't have them all or i, I don't like them all and yeah, you don't have to yeah I, I think that's a good place to end um bringing it back to how bad quarantine was uh like i said honestly though euphoria uh, oh, and one little more note they're going to touch on. There, there's going to be some going to be some shows. We got right. some. Um, they're going to be playing at Lollapalooza in end of July. They're going to be in New York City in October. Tickets go uh, tickets go on sale for that tomorrow. And Los Angeles, they're in November. And I, and here's where I'm kind of curious. Like, I don't know if they're gonna. Um, what's it called? Like, if they're gonna. Like, are they going to be, like, for us, like, are they going to be in Philly before that? Or, like, because I feel like these can't be the only three shows. Or maybe they're trying to clear some stuff up. Because, obviously, yeah, I, I like don't want to probably... tickets for New York if I, they're going to be in Philly, like, the weekend after that, you know? It's probably pretty jam-packed. I don't know how scheduling tours or shows goes, but I would imagine right now it's just crazy with everyone, like, every artist pretty much getting back into it at the same time. Yeah, it seems um, like there's a lot of concerts starting up. So I feel like, and then there's still like all the limitations and stuff. So I'm sur- sure certain cities can't like officially announce things yet. True. You'd have to think it's more than just those shows. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna assume so. Yeah, that, I mean it's it's exciting. It's it. I think it's a good place to end. You know, we got some hope, and I think you know that you know like the like the call. I guess we don't want to call him a caller. Like the voice memo said, um, you know, like there's there's some hope on the horizon, and you know maybe absolutely. Maybe that, take that positive lyrics from that and, and spin into that. Um, I'm stoked. We got some new music out. Um, we're definitely going to have some podcast episodes coming, so stay tuned for those. We got a couple interviews, maybe some new music from some local bands and stuff like that around here. Um, I'm excited. It's good to be back. Like you said, it's good to just have new music. Uh, Lloyd, appreciate appreciate the time again, as always. And uh, always, everyone else, we'll we'll see you guys next time. See you.
Hey, this is Tom DeLong, and you are listening to Blink-180 Dudes and Blink-180 Dudes Nudes. Blink-180 Dudes. 